that uh, Florida Beer Blog. Dave uh, did a review on that. And, oh, the, uh, F-B- it's on F-B-B? Twitter, yeah. Dave is the aficionado mm-hmm. of Beer Blog. He is. From Mallory Square in Key West to the Governor's Mansion in Tallahassee and all points beyond, you're listening to the Florida Beer Podcast, powered by FloridaBeerBlog.com, your source for all things related to the craft beer community in the Sunshine State. And now your host, Dave Butler. For the delay, everyone, but here it is, episode 12 of the Florida Beer Podcast, powered by FloridaBeerBlog.com. This is Dave, your host and author, just coming back from a rather lengthy trip, and we're going to be going over that here in the next couple of episodes. But on today's episode, we've got a lot for you. We're going to start with an interview with Stephen Kubiak, the social media manager at Visit Florida. We're going to talk a little bit about tourism, obviously a very important business here in the Sunshine State, and the role that beer plays with that. Then we're going to head over to Trinity, Florida, in Pasco County, just north of Tampa. And we're going to speak with John McGregor, co-founder of Escape Brewing Company. They have their bottle release event for Seeds of Hope. Actually, it's going to be cans this year, uh, so their Seeds of Hope festival is coming up pretty soon and then we're going all the way north to pensacola to speak with john and brett at alga beer company they are getting ready to finally put down roots in the pensacola area and they're going to be pouring at craftathon the region's craft beer festival coming up in a couple of weeks thank you very much for tuning in sit back relax and enjoy Obviously, people come to the state of Florida for beer, and obviously, we've had a very rich, long lineage of agricultural success, but tourism is definitely one of the mainstays of the Sunshine State, and we're talking with Stephen Kubiak from Visit Florida about that tourism and how beer plays a role with that. Stephen, thank you for joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, so you're with Visit Florida. Can you describe a little bit about the organization and how it works? Absolutely. Uh, Visit Florida is the destination marketing organization for the state of Florida. Uh, we market uh, the state uh, to bring visitors down to the Sunshine State uh, domestically and internationally. Uh, we're a private-public partnership, uh, which means the uh, state provides us funds to be able to promote the state. Uh, and we've been um, in existence since 1996 uh, in that capacity. Uh, so, you know, like I said, our job is to um, market everything there is to do in Florida from everybody from the big guys like uh, uh, Disney, Universal, Busch Gardens, SeaWorld, that sort of thing, uh, to your uh, mom and pop locations. And of course, craft breweries is, is one of the things that we focus on. And let's talk about the beer a little bit because both you and some other people have written articles for Visit Florida. Have you seen that beer is playing a role or can play a role in tourism in the Sunshine State? 
Oh, absolutely. I think without a doubt, uh, uh, tourism, when it comes to craft beer, uh, they're hand in hand. Um, if somebody is not coming specifically for the craft breweries uh, in Florida, they might be coming down to Disney or one of our natural attractions. Uh, when they go to those locations, they're looking for uh craft breweries. So I think it's really important that we let people know what we have to offer and the diversity and the kinds of things that we have to offer there. Um, when you look at uh, some of the beer styles that we have out there, um, you know, some of the lighter styles, uh, the sours that you're starting to see, the Berliner Weiss, the Florida Weiss, uh, these just great uh, Florida beers uh, paired with different uh, Florida ingredients is really exciting to see. Um, and like you mentioned, um, I used to write about uh, craft breweries. I still do a little bit on the side, uh, just as a passion of mine. Um, getting to meet a lot of these craft brewers in Florida, um, it's just exciting to hear their stories. I mean, these are folks that are making um, a, a product locally uh, that is made by local people that people actually want to to consume and enjoy. Uh, so I think just overall, it's in a very exciting industry to watch and uh, to see and grow. And even in my own Tallahassee here, uh, guys like Proof, Ology, Deep, um, Lake Tribe, uh, those start to build up and um, uh, produce uh, and just grow. Uh, it's been really exciting to see. Uh, one of the big regional things to do, and I have several in my rapidly growing collection, are passports and ale trails and yeah. things of that nature. Is that something that usually has a positive effect in that region when it comes to getting people out and about and moving around? Oh, absolutely. Those are things uh, that I think are just perfect for destinations uh, to be able to have this other uh, avenue for people to get out and explore this guide, if you will. Um, you know, the Jacksonville, the Jack's Ale Trail is a great example of that. And that's Visit Jacksonville. Their uh, tourism bureau actually uh, uh, were the ones that set that up. So you could, you know, a certain amount of breweries, you'd get a koozie. If you did all the breweries, you got a t-shirt. I, in fact, have my t-shirt. <laughs> but that was back when it was only seven breweries. And now uh, I can't even keep track. And that's that's one of the funny things is, you know, people say, oh, Stephen, have you been to this brewery? And I'll say, I, I didn't even know that one opened up. That That's great news. Um, you're seeing these breweries pop up in, you know, Lake City, Halpatter Brewing Company, one of the most beautiful breweries I've seen in Florida. But Little Lake City has uh, their own brewery. High Springs has one. Apalachicola's Oyster City producing wonderful beers. Um, so, getting people to those locations with these kind of craft beer trails is really important. Um, and, you know, part of the things that we can do at Visit Florida is help highlight some of those things. Uh, so we have done um, a highlight of the Jacksonville Ale Trail. Tampa Bay works on theirs. Visit St. Pete Clearwater that does the tourism for Pinellas County has the Gulf Coast uh, I think they have got uh, it may be 41 or 42 breweries on that. Uh, don't quote me on that, but there's a lot to go visit there. I, I only have a few stamps, uh, many more to go uh, uh, check out. And of course, on my own travels, whether it's through um, Visit Florida or if it's on a personal trip, you know, I definitely try to go visit those places and use those guides when I can uh, to make sure that I'm hitting everything in an area. Excellent. Uh, and I know you mentioned your native Tallahassee, and it's remarkable to see what some places like Hall Patter, which is 
phenomenal. I've actually been there myself mm -hmm. and it's one of the best breweries that I've been to in the state. But North Florida is definitely getting a lot and Tallahassee in particular is really starting to boom. Is that something that you expected to ever see? Uh, you know, I really didn't. My first craft beer article that I did for Visit Florida was actually about Proof Brewing Company. Uh, I met with Byron and Angela Burroughs and their daughter was there too, which I found very peculiar that they would have their daughter there. I didn't realize at the time, and this is back in 2014, that, you know, craft breweries are really this kind of family experience. And, you know, you move on to now uh, Proof, that was in their uh, West Tennessee location back when they were a bottle shop and a liquor store and now that it's like a full production brewery and they're in their third location uh you know getting to see byron there and just the excitement um and the passion that he has uh for what they've been able to do has just been really exciting uh in that family aspect you know we'll sometimes take the kids uh to proof on, on like a, a lazy Sunday afternoon. And if you do see us at proof, please don't play my sons at cornhole for money because they are experts and they will take your money. So, um, you know, it really is this uh, just amazing thing because Tallahassee, you know, in the visit Tallahassee, they have challenges with the kinds of attractions and, and things that we have in the state, in the uh, capital city to offer. So having some of these things like this, uh, a significant craft beer presence um, is really important for us. So, and everybody's doing a little bit uh, something different. Ology with their sour program, uh, deep with their diverse, uh, uh, their diverse range of, of craft beer styles, uh, particularly the Sublime uh, Key Lime, uh, one of my favorite beers, a very Florida beer. If you get a chance to have it, definitely try that. Uh, but it's just been really exciting to see that growth. And even the Tallahassee Beer Society, um, some friends of mine that started that and really are pushing uh, to get the word out about craft beer in Florida. I think that's what's important for tourism bureaus to see and latch onto those groups, those people that have those passions in a system where they can and use them as advocates for what we have to offer um, in these different regions. So it's been really exciting to see what's been happening here um, in Florida's capital city. Yeah, between you and TLH Beer Society, I definitely need to get back up to Tallahassee in the area again because it's yeah. it has been too long and it's amazing how much it's changed since I was there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've been doing a little bit of traveling around the state like myself. If you're in the area, you'll find some local craft beers and try them out. Are there any other breweries kind of around that sort of stick out in your mind? Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, part of the, the uh, with Visit Florida, there's, there's been a lot of travel, you know, especially with uh, me being in charge of our social media department. It's going around to different areas and showing um, live videos, uh, photos, things of what's going on in real time in these areas. So I've been able to travel a lot recently. I've gone all the way down to our southernmost brewery, uh, first flight um, in um, Key West. I've gotten to see some major productions like uh, Brew Hub. I just uh, I went back. I actually did a story about Brew Hub several years ago, but went back. You know, seeing the contract brewing they're do doing, the stuff they do for Orange Blossom Pilsner, just amazing to see in in um, uh, in Fort Pierce, Florida, of all places, going to see uh, Isla Mirada, um 
Alamarada Beer Company's their um, their production facility there, all the way to small guys like in a Port St. Lucie uh, side door brewing company uh, with um, seeing their operation. It's such a small operation where uh, their brewmaster is using old Coca-Cola coolers for their fermentation tanks and an old dairy chiller uh, for his mash tun. And, uh, and I had to joke with him because I noticed his uh, refrigerator with all the kegs in it. And it was actually a Little Caesars. And I had to joke, well, does your beer taste like pepperoni? Um, and it took him a second and we had a good laugh about that. But just seeing that industrious nature of some of these brewers is just really exciting. Uh, but just everywhere I go, hearing the stories about what people are doing, uh, the pride that people take in their beer. You go to Apalachicola and it's like, or uh, yeah, you go to Apalachicola and somebody says, you know, Oyster City, this is our craft brewery. This is our craft beer. Um, Hooter Brown made with local Tupelo honey from Weewahitchka, another local ingredient. Uh, it's just really exciting to see that um, in, in the usage of those products there. Um, so just I ha honestly, I haven't been to a Florida craft brewery that I haven't really liked. Um, it's for me, it's a lot more about it's it's the the beer's important but it's also um you know some of the stories that go with it you know i think with this industry if you're not collaborating with others if, if you don't play well that you know the the market kind of takes care of that uh so you know really some of the the uh, just that um camaraderie in that spirit of working together um has been really awesome to see and you don't see that in a lot of industries other industries um, and with all the growth, obviously come some growing pains. I know it's very difficult for me to get a lot of the beers that are up by you and uh, vice versa, I would assume. How difficult is it for Visit Florida to be able to know about and speak about the incredible growth in all of the breweries that are here in the state? Oh, certainly it's very tough because there's so many uh, popping up all the time. Um, so that's where we we like to lean on a lot of our smaller destination marketing organizations like a visit Tallahassee or visit Jacksonville, especially when they're able to have, um, you know, their finger on the pulse of what's happening in their areas. They can better help us and market those things uh, that they need assistance with. Uh, but with that, we've had a lot of great successes in promoting craft beer. Uh, 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 two or three years ago, we had the craft beer blogger and writer conference. Uh, in Tampa. And then I just found out next year it will be in Clearwater, which is really exciting to have it back, which is arguably our uh, craft beer capital there in the Tampa Bay region. Um, and then you have um, things like uh, uh, other uh, blogger um, uh, activations that we've had. We've had some in New York City, city where we've talked to people about the craft beer that we've had that we have in Florida, and inviting those folks down to come and try those things. Uh, but it is a challenge. We are a big state, uh, you know. In where that growth has happened around Florida, it's been in like small patches. So you'll see a little bit of craft beer boom uh, in the Tampa Bay area in Jacksonville, Tallahassee. I think South Florida took a little bit longer because that was kind of craft cocktail country, if you will. But then mm -hmm. you're seeing like Jay Wakefield and MIA Brewing and some of those guys come online. And of course, Funky Buddha in South Florida uh, doing their thing too. Uh, it's been really interesting to see uh, in a challenge to market those areas, um, but really relying on those local uh, tourism bureau partners to, to help us uh, share that message. 
Excellent. And if people are interested in finding out more information, how can they find Visit Florida online and in social media? Sure. Uh, pretty much all of our social handles are just going to be at Visit Florida. If you just Google Visit Florida, um, our channels are going to come up. I know whenever I'm looking for a brewery, that's usually the first thing I do is uh, search for their social channels or just find their website so I can find their social channels. Um, we have uh, we and we do have those articles that I mentioned about craft breweries uh, on our website there. There's a, a section called Eat and Drink. And if you click on that, it'll take you to some of the craft breweries. And, and really, it is only a small fraction of that. Uh, you know, we can't have a story about everything we have in the state, but we are working on some projects uh, so people uh, will be able to find those uh, breweries. So maybe not a full article, but some content um, and directions on how to get to those locations and to some of those things our partners are doing uh, when, and how it relates to craft beer. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And if I ever get up to Tallahassee, I will definitely let you know. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. The Pasco County town of Trinity is home to Escape Brewing Company, one of my favorite places on the West Coast. And they're actually going to be holding a beer release for their Seeds of Hope beer coming up very soon. So we have John McGregor, co-owner of Escape Brewing, on the line. John, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Now, it's been a hot minute since I've been in your tap room, but even since the beginning, you've already started to expand. How big is your location nowadays? Um, yes, yeah, since we first opened, we've gone through a couple expansions. Um, so the latest one, we just uh, added another 30-barrel fermentation vessel. Um, about two years ago is when we uh, upgraded to a 10-barrel uh, system from a uh, three-barrel system and then doubled uh, our space and size, uh, tap room, brew house area, and also added a warehouse location. And there, that's where we have like uh, all of our cold storage, empty kegs, you know, grain, all that stuff gets delivered there. Uh, distribution picks up from there too. Interesting, because for those of you that haven't made that trip out to Trinity, you're still in a strip mall with a couple restaurants and whatnot, so it's nice to see you expanding into uh, expanding your reach. Now, with that, I'm assuming that you are doing a little bit of distribution in both kegs and cans at this point? Uh, so we are in distribution. Uh, we only distribute uh, kegs. Uh, we do package into cans. Um, but we only sell those cans in our tap room. Excellent. What do you have in cans right now? Hey, yeah, so we just actually packaged up uh, a fresh batch of the other West Coast, our IPA. It's our flagship IPA, uh, one gold medal in the uh, best Florida beer competition the past two or three years. Um, we also just uh, canned Juiced Up, which is a, a fruited sour with um, passion fruit, red dragon fruit, oranges, and lemons. And then we just did another fresh batch of uh, Five Flags, which is our Pilsner. Excellent. Now, how did you come to find your location in Trinity? It's yeah. So, so both uh, myself and my brother-in-law Matt Thompson, we both uh, obviously own Escape, and we both live right here in Trinity. And uh, we're just a couple of home brewers, you know, brewing in my garage and his garage, and decided to uh, quit our day jobs one day and open up a brewery. And we wanted to do something local where we live. Um, you know, it was kind of something five, six years ago when we opened, um, there wasn't uh, big storm was here, but there was, wasn't any other brewery. So 
we thought there would be a, a nice little need here. Um, there's a lot of uh, really great communities that were kind of amongst, like you said before, we're in like a little strip plaza. We have a pizza place next door. And we probably got just, you know, just in our vicinity, you know, at least three, four or five neighborhoods right here. So it gives a nice uh, community feel to it, um, you know, for people coming in, being able to hang out in the tap room, get some pizza from next door. Excellent. And obviously everybody knows the beer scene in the counties below you, both Hillsborough and Pinellas, but Hernando's got a couple and Pasco's starting to grow. Like you mentioned, you're pretty close to Big Storm's Odessa facility. How do you feel about the beer scene that's sort of happening in and around Pasco County? I think it's great. Um, you know, we know the guys over in Infusion. Um, Liquid Garage is getting ready to open, I think, in the next couple of months. Um, so we're pretty stoked to be able to have, you know, some additional breweries uh, in, in our area. Uh, you know, not just for us, but, you know, for all of Pasco County. Um, gives a good destination, you know, so people who do live in Hillsborough and Pinellas County that want to make kind of the trek up and not just hit, you know, one or two breweries. Now they'll be able to come up here and hit like three or four. Excellent. And now this is not your first year releasing Seeds of Hope, correct? No, this is uh, our third year. So we decided to release this beer once a year, um, right around usually like mid to late April. Um, so when we first released it, it was actually batch 100 that we did. And we're IPA lovers. We love IPAs. And we decided, hey, you know what? Let's build a big uh, IPA recipe with all of our favorite hops and come up with uh, that's what we're going to do for batch 100. What we did, we loved it. And at that time, the beer was only called batch 100. So we decided to name it Seeds of Hope, uh, release, some, release it uh, each year, and then put a, you know, do like some type of like festival around it. Excellent. So what's this year's festival going to be like? Um, so this year we um, do invite other breweries. I think we're at about 12 to 13 other breweries um, that'll be here. Obviously, you've been to our space. It's not huge, so we can't fit you know, a ton of people in here. But um, we do bring about 12 to 13 other breweries here. We'll have uh, one of their beers on tap. And then we'll have, I think we're up to about close to 25, 28 of our own beers. So we're probably tap list right now is probably about 45 different beers. Um, it's a, it is a ticketed event. It's 30 bucks for a ticket. That gets you a tasting glass and uh, sampling 45 plus beers from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's amazing. Uh, being a big IPA, what kind of hops did you throw in there? Um, so for Seeds of Hope this year, it's going to be Mosaic, um, Azaka, and Citra. Excellent. Should be nice and fruity and crisp. Have you uh, tried a little out of the fermentation tanks yet? So we actually also packaged that beer yesterday in cans, but we won't be releasing it to um, until uh, April 27th at Seeds of Hope. That'll be your first opportunity to be able to taste it and to purchase those cans. Uh, so we did obviously do some sampling yesterday, you know, quality <laughs> control. We want to make sure uh, you know the beers are always coming out good. Um, but we tasted it, and it's actually tasting really, really good. So we're super stoked about this beer's batch. Nice. After Seeds of Hope, what big events and big releases do you have coming up? Um, so once we get through this, um, we're probably going to look to uh, come up with some different fruited sours, like over the summer. Um, we're also starting to get some more into Pilsner. So uh, our five flags we just released, um, we'll be coming out with Thursday Chugs, which is another uh, Czech Pils that we do. And then, so I think, you know, for us, look for a couple of different Pilsners over the summer and um, some, some different uh, fruit and sours. All right. Excellent. John, thank you very much for coming on the show. Hey, well, I appreciate uh, your time. I appreciate you having me.
It is very unfortunate that I do not have the time to get up to the panhandle as much as I would like. And in the coming months, I'm going to have another reason that I need to get up there, the opening of Alga Beer Works. We have Brett and nope, John. What? 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 Alga Beer Company. Not beer oh, you're, you messed me up. I hate you with all. <laughs> you put too many ideas in this. My bad. You know something? Maybe I'm just going to leave this in the podcast. So, Brett and John, how are you doing? We're doing great. How you yeah, doing? man. How are you? <laughs> uh, other than the fact that I'm embarrassed, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're super um, bad over here. Uh, yeah. Super yeah. bad. I can hear the anger. Um, so, so what is an Alga Beer Company? Because I'm sorry, the first thing I can think of is algae, and I definitely don't think you're going that route. No, and you're not the only one either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the, the amount of Facebook messages that we get about people being really excited about what we do with algae is just, you know, <laughs> higher than you can imagine. Um, so Alga was started between me and Thomas, uh, so our third partner that's not present right now. Um, so it basically means Alabama and Georgia, because when we first started homebrewing, I was in Birmingham and Thomas was in Atlanta and we would, you know, communicate back and forth via Facebook or Instagram or the phone or whatever. And we would talk about what we we're going to brew that throughout that week or those two weeks. And then at the end of it, we would, you know, I would go to Atlanta or he would come to Birmingham and we would kind of share everything that we did. And so, you know, at one point we were saying, you know, we're, we're getting fairly decent at this. You know, why don't we try and give it a run? and see if other people like what we're doing as well. So we started doing some, you know, uh, small tastings. We did a couple of company parties for some friends and uh, kind of kicked off from there and really just became something that we were really proud of. And we found that, you know, our tongues weren't really the only thing that thought it was good. So we, uh, we started you know, getting other people to try it. And so it kind of blossomed from there. Interesting. So Alabama and Georgia, but you're going to be opening up in Pensacola. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a question that we get a lot. Everyone wants to know if we're going to add some sort of, you know, uh, Florida abbreviation to the, to the name, but the, the, the truth of it is, you know, we've vacationed in the panhandle and in Pensacola, our entire lives. And it seemed like a place that, you know, was ready for a craft beer scene that, you know, we could, you know, find ourselves growing in. And Birmingham was a super saturated market at the time that we started thinking about this. And Atlanta was already, you know, pretty crowded at the same time too. So, Pensacola, you know, just kind of seemed like it was fate. So we, we moved, my wife and I moved here in the winter of 2017 mm -hmm. and just started, you know, feeling it out, seeing what people were thinking. Uh, and then another brewery opened, uh, Perfect Plain Brewing Company. They opened up on, uh, in downtown Pensacola and it's kind of blossomed the whole, you know, spread of craft beer throughout the town. And, you know, the, it, the whole 
beer scene in Pensacola is growing. People are more accepting of craft beer now. So we think it's the perfect place for us, and we're really excited to be able to provide another option for the city. And just in our in our market research here in, in Pensacola, uh, it doesn't seem to be an issue. That, you know, uh, the fact that people are coming from other places to bring great beer is exciting, whether they come from Alabama, Georgia, or anywhere else. So uh, nobody's objecting. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to ask as to how the Pensacola beer scene is going because it's seems to be picking up a lot of steam there and obviously i'm big fans of what's going on in tallahassee um there just seems to be a lot more going on in the panhandle that i think people give credit for well there's a one of the one of the things driving it is the economic expansion of of our town and the entire panhandle um there's just more florida is a retirement destination it's a it's a vacation destination and having something for those people, as well as the residents that live there now, I mean, it's just, there's demand for it. There's, there's incredible demand for great beer, which I think there always is. Um, but just even more so with everything that's happening down here. Awesome. You come visit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I will definitely be letting you know when I'm there. Um, now, you're still looking for a location, but you're getting pretty close. Is that correct? So right now, uh, we're... We're under negotiations with one location. Um, we're not sure how it's going to turn out. So we're, we're also looking at some other places around downtown Pensacola. Um, but we, we are firm on the fact that that's where we want to be, right? Downtown, walkable from, from most of the stuff that's already down there. Um, we just have to see how things go. Um, Excellent. As soon as we know, that's, you'll hear about it. <laughs> cool. I appreciate it. Uh, with the tap room, what kind of things are you looking at having there for uh, for guests? Um, so, being as that Thomas and I are graduates of the University of Alabama, <laughs> it's not going to be any sort of surprise that, uh, you know, on college football Saturdays, we will be showing an Alabama game. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, aside from that, we really just want to be able to offer a, you know, immersive craft beer experience for anyone that comes in. Um, you know, we're not, we're not going to be offering any sort of liquor or anything like that, that a lot of people are kind of hinging their, their sales on. Um, we, it's just not for us. We, we want to, you know, show everyone that we are craft beer focused, that we take a lot of time and a lot of effort to make these beers. And so, you know, if you come here, we're going to give you a really good beer, regardless of what sort of style you like. Um, as far as entertainment options, I mean, we want to bring in bands every every weekend. Um, between Thomas and I, we have several connections with uh, local and touring acts. So we want to, you know, I don't want to say it's going to become a venue, but we, we do want to be you know a touring spot for touring bands because you know that's something that we truly believe in is you know supporting local artists and you know touring artists as well so um yeah i mean we just want to be a immersive experience for people to enjoy excellent um in terms of the legal implica implications how has Florida been in comparison with people that you've talked to in both Georgia and Alabama when it comes to 
the hurdles of opening up a brewery? Uh, night and day, really. Like, okay, which is the night? <laughs> uh, uh, Alabama and Georgia are the night okay. in this scenario because uh, Florida has, compared to the uh, com in the three, Florida has the most lax beer laws. Um, you know, Georgia just got, I think, in the last two years, the ability to uh, buy to-go sales for alcohol from breweries. Interesting. Um, Alabama did maybe three years ago. Um, so, and and even then, like Birmingham or any brewery in Alabama, I believe it's like you can only carry out what equals like a case of beer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got it pretty good here in Florida. Excellent. Um, now, in terms of your brewing background, how did uh, Brent? How did you and Thomas get started making beer? Um, so, uh, this is a pretty funny story. So, uh, on, I can't remember which Valentine's day it was, but my wife and I made dinner and I had, uh, purchased a Brooklyn brew shop beer kit. One of the one gallon batch systems. Yep. And, uh, I was like, Oh, this will be fun. Let's just make some beer together. And she was not so much into it. <laughs> she's giving me a look like she was but she she did fall asleep halfway through it so uh she also fell asleep by our last beer share yeah <laughs> so uh so i i finished that i did all of that and you know was really worried that it was just going to turn into vinegar um but it turned out somewhat palatable definitely not the best batch that i've ever made um but I started telling Thomas about it after I did a couple batches and he got very interested in it. So, um, we, we had set up a time for him to come to Birmingham to like, for me to show him how to do it. And that kind of fell through. So then he decided that it would just be better for me to try and teach him over the phone uh -huh. how to do it. Um, so that's like the only teaching he has ever had on, brewing any sort of beer that was over the phone so that was cool um <laughs> but so but both of us have you know we've helped out in several production breweries i used to work for good people in birmingham uh but just on the marketing side but i've you know i've tried to be involved with beer in any way that i can uh as long as i've been able to but yeah it's it's been you know, we haven't been after it very long, but I feel like we're, you know, we're very knowledgeable in what we, what we do and what we know how to do. And, Excellent. we, you know, it's basically just been about building relationships with people and learning what we can from everyone. Cool. And John, how did you get involved with, uh, with these two gentlemen? So that's a great question. Um, so prior to knowing these guys, I, I would not consider myself a beer nerd whatsoever. Uh, I, I like good beer, and that's all I knew. Um, and so the backstory is that uh, Brett also, aside from brewing fantastic beer, does social media for one of the fine dining restaurants here in town. Uh, okay. Which, if you don't follow him, you should follow Restaurant Iron. You'll see Brett's work. Um, it's sassy. It's funny. Um, 
I like everything that he does in there. Uh, but but my one of my best friends growing up uh, was the GM of that restaurant, still is to this day, and he is a beer nerd. So I went over to his house one afternoon, and uh, one of my favorite beers at the time, I lived in Central Florida for about seven years, and I love Orange Blossom Pilsner. I just love it. Um, yeah. It's brewed with honey that from bees that fly around those the orange groves down there, and it's just I, there's something about it that I just love. And moving back up here, I love it even more because I don't have access to it all the time. So they were doing a little beer share, a little bottle share down there at, at Mike's house. Um, the guy who was the, the GM of that restaurant. And Brett walks over. I didn't. This is the first time I ever met him. He maybe said two words to me. He walks up to, my, to me. I have a glass sitting in front of me and he pours the beer in my glass. I took a sip of it. And I shit you not, it tasted like Orange Blossom Pilsner. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it was the unmarked bottle in his hand. I, I don't know. I, I just looked straight at him and said, did you brew this beer? And he's like, yep. And that's how Brett will answer a question like that. And uh, the, I don't know why. The next question on, on my tongue was, what's the ABV on this sucker? <laughs> I think he said, that's a solid 8.2. <laughs> and... Mm. Uh, I said, wait, you mean to tell me that you just took my favorite beer and you made it better? And from there, that's where the love story began. Um, and from then, you know, we just started sharing memes, uh, sending them via text to each other, just funny memes, um, talking a lot. And my background is I'm, a, I'm in financial planning. That's what I do for a living. Uh, uh -huh. And so one thing led to another. Uh, we started working together on a business. He sent me his business plan. I read it over. I called him like seven o'clock on a Saturday morning to tell him that we needed to clean it up. Uh, we started making changes to it. And one thing led to another and everything started picking up steam. And so Brett and Thomas had a discussion amongst themselves and decided that it would be valuable for me to join the team. And so here we are probably, you know, not too, too much longer after that yeah. that really official conversation four months, four months later and we're in a spot to open up a brewery awesome that's pretty cool um brett have you made john into a raging craft beer nerd insufferable know-it-all at this point uh we're working on it it's uh <laughs> we're right now we're drinking this uh this angry chair and untitled art uh chocolate uh maple imperial stout right now and he doesn't hate it so we're good no i like it uh <laughs> but to, to your point so in the past maybe in the past two months i've been to breweries in birmingham nashville atlanta new orleans uh orange beach alabama um i've been i've been everywhere doing as much market research and enjoying as much good beer as possible so if i'm in a new town and in somewhere i just call brett up even if I in New Orleans, I had to catch a flight and I maybe had 45 minutes before I had to be there to get through security. And he said, dude, you need to check out Urban South. <laughs> so <laughs> I went in, had had a flight of beer, ate some crawfish and jumped on a plane. Nice. That's funny. Um, so I know that you're not open yet, but in a week or two, you are going to be pouring at the Craftathon. Yes, sir. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that event? Because that's in its third year, I do believe. Uh, yeah, third or fourth. I, I, I don't really know. I know we've done it for three years now. Mm -hmm. um, so I know it's a charity-driven event. It's put on by uh, the guys that run Beer Marketeers. They're a 
beer and I guess all alcohol related uh, business marketing agency. Um, Warren and Reese, they're really, they're two really cool dudes. They, you know, they've helped us out by allowing us to pour at this thing for the last three years. Um, so it, yeah, it, it benefits a different charity every year. Um, I'm not sure what the one, what the charity is this year, but, uh, yeah, they, they bring in regional breweries. Uh, you know, Oscar blues is normally there urban South cigar city, uh, bearded Iris, I think was there last year. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they bring in people, all of their connections that they make through their beer marketeers business. Um, they bring them in and, you know, it's it's a hell of a beer festival. It's probably the best organized festival that I've ever been to. Definitely the best I've ever participated in. Um, yeah, it, if you're in the area or if anyone listening is in the area, you should definitely try and, you know, make it a point to make it out because i mean it's i know it's cinco de mayo yeah what's better than drinking as much beer as you can from as many breweries as you can on cinco de mayo so i can't think of a a better way to spend your day yeah it's it's a lot of fun excellent so what are you going to be bringing to the event oh okay uh so (laughs) right now we've got uh we're going to be bringing a a tiki inspired sour called uh seymour's cove named after Thomas's pug. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, a coconut Hefeweizen uh, called the the Hoffeweizen, named after John's dog. Is it? Yeah, his name's Hoff. Uh, <laughs> Hasselhoff. <laughs> uh, then we've got a, a Mexican lager called uh, El Fuego. And then we've got a sour IPA called Elephant that uses all Ella hops. Um, it's, it's actually a sour New England IPA. So it's going to be real nice, real thick, real cloudy. Um, and then we've got the only core beer that we're bringing is uh, our year-round IPA called Pala Hops. It's named after uh, the street in Pensacola, Palafox. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, you know, it's going to be real, real juicy still be able to see through it. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a nod to a Midwestern and a West Coast IPA at the same time. Um, uses all American hops, nothing too crazy, and uh, some ESB yeast. So it's it's real fun, uh, real tasty. And, uh, yeah. Excellent. That's a lot. Very cool. <laughs> I... Um... Just for the name alone, one of the beers I want to try is Camaro Hair, one of these. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You sure, you sure do want to try it. Yeah, we'll send you some of it. I'm actually going to put that on uh, – I'm brewing that on Sunday. So I'll uh, I'll make sure that I get you some of it. <laughs> um, if people want to see more from, from you, especially when the tap room opens, where do they go on social media and online? Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at – alga beer co uh instagram is just one word on facebook it's alga beer co dot (laughs) (laughs) awesome and um next time i talk to you i i swear that i will get the name right 
It's all good. Yeah, now, again, you're not the first to ever get it wrong. I'm sure. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And that is the end of another episode. What you missed out on the interview with Alka Beer Company is right before we started rolling, we had a conversation about how everybody gets their name wrong and wants to call them Alga Brewing or Alga Brewery. So I sort of fell into my own trap, unfortunately. Um, but definitely want to thank everybody for coming on the show today. The next episode will be out at a normal time, and that will be over an hour long, all with Rafe Kaufner of Kaufner Brewing in Fort Lauderdale. He's got a great place with a fantastic tap list, and it's definitely worth a listen to. The episode after that is going to be a very special out-of-state episode coming to you from Chicago, the Windy City. Just got back from a trip there and able to talk to some really awesome people about what brewing is like in Chicago. That's going to be coming out hopefully in about two weeks. The Florida Beer Podcast is a production of FloridaBeerBlog.com. You can find us at FloridaBeerBlog.com. On social media, we're at FloridaBeerBlog on Instagram and Twitter. We're at FLBeerBlog on Facebook. Or you can write to me directly at FloridaBeerBlog at gmail.com. Our intro announcer is Jeff Brozovich. Today's music comes courtesy of Scott Holmes, and you can find these songs and more at scottholmesmusic.com. Thank you to today's guests. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, rate us, leave a review on your podcasting app of choice, make sure to tell your friends anything that you can do to help others find this podcast as well. We will see you soon for our special episode with Rafe. Thank you for listening, and drink... Florida craft. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.